The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. The Bob and Chez Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Hello, Bob here with this week's Bubble Genius Showcase item of the Week. Valentine's Day is just around the corner, so shop now with BubbleGenius.com and pick up their Fresh Pick Suds Flower Soap Gift Pack. A selection of pretty flower soaps and a host of delicate floral scents, and you can carry your flower soaps with you in an adorable little reusable vinyl bag. Only $12 at BubbleGenius.com, but if you use our promo code Bob and Chez, that's B-O-B-A-N-D-C-H-E-Z, you'll get 15% off your entire order only at BubbleGenius.com. And now, let the cartoons begin. China! Broadcasting from Resistance Headquarters. Relentlessly fighting back against the clown dictator and his regime of deplorables. Never give up. Never surrender. This is the Bob and Chez Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com, with Bob Seska and Chez Pazienza. Yeah, man, it really tied the room together. So this was a valued... Uh, yeah. Tied the room together, dude? My rug. Were you listening to the dude's story, Donnie? Walter. Were you listening to the dude's story? I was bowling. So you have no frame of reference here, Donnie. You're like a child who wanders into the middle of a movie and wants to know... Walter, what's the point, man? There's no reason. Here's my point, dude. There's no f***ing reason why these... Yeah, Walter, what's your point? Huh? Walter, what is the point? Look, we all know who is at fault here. What the f*** are you talking about? Huh? No, what the f*** are you... I'm not... We're talking about unchecked aggression here. What the dude. fuck is he talking my about? My rug. Forget look, it, Donnie. You're Walter, out of your element. Walter, the Chinaman who peed on my rug, I can't go give him a bill. So what the fuck are you talking about? What the fuck are you talking about? The Chinaman is not the issue here, dude. I'm talking about drawing a line in the sand, dude. Across this line, you do not. Also, dude, Chinaman is not the preferred nomenclature. Asian American, please. The best music on the best station. The Bob and Chez Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. No puppet, no puppet. You're the puppet. It's China. China. I know words. I have the best words. Wrong. The best. Don't call me. It is Thursday, January 12, 26, uh, 20, God, I almost said 2016, 2017, <laughs> now now I'm really worried that I said 2016 on the previous show. I don't know. Things just come out. Uh, this, this is the Bob and Chez Show presented by BubbleGenius.com. I'm Bob Seska. That is Chez Pezzi. He's sitting right over there. Mm. Oh, yeah. Hey. Oh, hi. We are brought to you by BubbleGenius.com. It's the best soap in the world. Also brought to you by the Bowen Law Group and attorney Charles J. Bowen. If you want free legal advice, head over to TheBowenLawGroup.com slash Bob and Chez or just click the link on the podcast page. That's at BobSeska.com. Thank you. All right, I'm really fired up. I'm I'm really uh, just there's no poetry about what I'm about to say. I'm really fucking pissed off at the Republicans today, and the yeah. Trump people, of course. Um, just just on the heels of some uh, <laughs> what's been an amazing news cycle, uh, we learned this morning that uh, overnight. In whatever they're calling it, a voterama. I forget what it was called. A voterama. The, the Senate Republicans voted to start the process of repealing Obamacare. And uh, that's one of the things we were talking about today, obviously, because uh, Ches and I both have health insurance because of Obamacare. Uh, and speaking for myself, I mean. Not anymore. Not, not anymore, yeah. So, the Republicans just voted to bankrupt us if uh, something horrible happens, like we get cancer, or if we're in a catastrophic accident, or something like that. 
And you know where that you know where that money goes <laughs> when we have to file chapter seven, Chaz? The system has to pay for it. So thank you, Republicans. You're doing a yep. great job. You're doing a great job. Extra special. You know, I also want to add here that, you know, while you're draining the swamp and making America great again, you fuckwads. You dick. You also just voted, you stupid fucking idiots just voted to increase the federal uh, budget deficit to a trillion dollars and the national debt to 29, 29, 29 trillion dollars. That's 10 trillion dollars more than it is now. And I'll be somewhat, not even petty. Petty is really the wrong word because it's so far past that. But, and I really, you know, it's interesting. One of the things that I've had the hardest time wrapping my head around in all of this is that, Mm -hmm. you know, up until now, Trump has been a, a I mean, he already, he still is, but he's been nothing more than a sort of scourge, scourge. a a boil on the ass of our culture. Yeah. Yeah, This guy who, you know, who questions the legitimacy Mm -hmm. and the, uh, the birth certificate of the president of the United States, this Mm -hmm. garish, vulgar reality star. And so I've spent so long basically saying that god damn does he deserve to get get just get the crap kicked out of him yeah that i'm still there and i realize he's the president now like i was in other words i was i watch him and i just think i wish somebody would just punch him in the fucking face <laughs> wrong <clears throat> and i watch and i this ties into what we're yeah. talking about because i watch I watch as 30 million people have the the beginning of having their health insurance stripped from them. And I watch that fucking smiling asshole, Mitch McConnell. And I just, I swear, I want someone to just put a fist into his face. I want somebody to just knock him out. It would slide, your your fist would slide right off because of all the Vaseline that he apparently slathers all over that fucking slee stack face of his. Because this is, this is the I'm, I'm beginning to think that that when you when you're dealing with people <laughs> who, no matter how much you reason with them, no how much no matter how much you plead, you make pleas to their humanity and their decency, they just don't care and they can still smile That's right. as they take away your health insurance. Mm-hmm. I'm really thinking that you know, the only thing I can process is you know what's going to wake you up, you know what's going to make you you know like kind of like it's the Martin Shkreli uh, Jesse Waters thing. Yep. You know what's going to bring you around seriously a good beating just somebody <laughs> just be somebody just pulling you know john snow to uh Jesus to ramsey bolton at the end of the battle of the bastards just on top of him just pounding his face over and over again wrong well i mean i'm not necessarily pushing for that but i tell you what what i was I ranting about i was right before the show i was wandering around the house just ranting about the republicans and i and i, I did say that any Republican that gets in my way right now is going to get a punch to the throat because of this goddamn Obamacare bullshit. With it, with just, we've got to repeal this law. We've got to kick upwards of forty million Americans off of their health care, including me, because they hate Obama. That's what this is all about. They're fucking with our health care because they hate Obama, who isn't even going to be president anymore. Yeah. Because, because as we, and this is the piece that I'm writing today, which we've talked about for the past couple of shows, which yeah. is that this is this is their their goal, their ultimate goal is to erase Obama from history. That's right. Yep, and we've to, talked about that to uh, to uh, um, retroactively undo his legacy. <laughs> That's right, so that he doesn't have 
you know, to, to, def- to defang him so that he doesn't have that, that place in history. So, I mean, what happened last night, just to be perfectly clear about the procedure here, what they did is they passed a budget resolution. All right. Now, this is something that doesn't necessarily repeal Obamacare, but it sets the table. It sets the uh, the table for a reconciliation vote, which would repeal. They're basi- Obamacare is basically two laws. It's the Affordable Care Act and this second law that contains all of the budgetary measures that go along with Obamacare, the mandate, the subsidies, the Medicaid expansion, things like that, any of the tax increases and so forth. That's all in this other piece of legislation. And the Republicans can repeal that legislation with 51 votes. That's the reconciliation vote. And once they do, that bleeds Obamacare to death. It, it it takes away all of the the you, financial did you just, side. Did you of just it. hear that? Did you just hear the the Napoleon Dynamite? <laughs> Napoleon Dynamite side. <laughs> yeah. Because because as you're saying that, I just mm. happened to click on Facebook, oh, and no. I said it yesterday. <laughs> no. The, fi- the files that were sitting on the, that the big pile of files that were sitting on. Yeah, it's supposed to be all the documents about how they're going to run the, the Trump organization. There's a picture of them. They were filled with blank paper. <laughs> Damn it, it these just wrong. <laughs> blank paper, really? Really? Well, that's not a shocker. You know, I was thinking, good Lord, it was maybe like uh, all the receipts from uh, Donald Trump's Aquanet purchases no, no, no. or something. I, I, knew, I knew that it was, I mean, I, it was obvious it was a prop. The same way mm-hmm. he did the stupid stakes and all that dumb shit. Yeah. You know, he's he's constantly trying to sell something because he's a huckster. And yeah, I, you know, I said it yesterday, and sure enough, they were filled as a picture. There's a picture yeah. of yeah. the files filled with blank paper. Right. And, you know, they did announce um, a, a whole plan as far as how to run the Trump organization uh, moving forward. But it's all just such fucking bullshit. And you know what? it's all Let's smoke just- and mirrors and they're not and, and Donald Trump. This is going to be four years plus of nonstop conflicts of interest. I mean, already today, Donald Trump is tweeting about how we should all go and support L.L. Bean. What the right, fuck is that? The pre- yep. Yeah, I mean, what the fuck is that? The president-elect is on Twitter talking about, oh, we should go all b- buy clothing from L.L. Bean. Fuck that. I'm never buying another fucking shred of L.L. Bean clothing as long as I, I goddamn I, live. I don't think I've ever owned L.L. Bean clothing, but yeah. <laughs> Neither have but, I, but, but, but I mean, but never. You know what? But it sounds, it sounds stupid, but let's just take a step back for a minute and, and look at this. Look at this this picture, this picture of of files with empty paper. Yeah. Um. If, if you know what, Here, here's, here's the fucked up thing. If if this were Obama, if this were anybody else, this would be a scandal that would last for weeks. Oh, sure. Because it's the tennis ball machine. And this is exactly what Donald Trump's counting on. This. Constantly being barraged by weirdness. I mean, already, I mean, I sit down at my desk this morning to compile things for the show and I'm going, well, this is going to be the big Russia show. Like, we're going to talk about Russia, which we are. We're still going to talk about uh, the, the the big Russia story, which seems like it was 12 weeks ago, but it was, you know, yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then this healthcare thing comes down the line. And then we hear about the files. And then, we, then I go and I look at Donald Trump's tweets. This is just like all a matter of just scattering us all over the board. And if you don't think this is strategic, well, I mean, they, like, Katie Turr on MSNBC last night was suggesting that maybe there isn't really a strategy to this. This is just the way Donald Trump behaves. 
This is his natural thing. Like with yesterday during that press conference where he was punishing the reporters and the uh, outlets that he doesn't like and, and calling on and praising the news outlets that he does like. And they were wondering whether or not this is part of a grand strategy to, to sort of separate the wheat from the chaff. But it, it, Katie Turner was like, no, 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 no. This is just Donald Trump um, likes people who like him and hates people who hate him. You know yeah, what he's doing, course, and, and then what she said, and this was amazing. I mean, this was a great, great bit of analysis about Donald Trump. Donald Trump is creating his own reality, and that's the only reality that matters inside the White House because he is now the president of the United States, and the president of the United States does have the power to manufacture reality. He has that kind of. Well, he's got that pulpit. He's got the bully pulpit to, to say, this is what's real and this is what's fake. And all that matters is what I think is real. And that's fucking horrifying. This is so tragic on so many levels. This is good. This is a nonstop train wreck. And I swear to God, I am holding every single Trump voter. Um, much less Republican. I mean, Republicans have voted for these tools in Congress who are taking away our health care. Too. So, I mean, this is not a Trump voter. This is Republicans in general. Right. I mean, this is so personal for me. I, I can't even begin to describe how incredibly personal this is. This is no ordinary um, uh, shift over to a Republican regime from a Democratic regime where, you know, normally, and we've talked about this before, you would have some sort of doctrinaire, uh, generic Republican coming in doing somewhat normal Republican things that you can kind of predict. Now, of course, that would include repealing and replacing or whatever the hell they're going to do with Obamacare. But this is so much worse because we, we, we've got this added layer of, of madness. Like I said on the show on Tuesday, we've got this added layer of mystery meat that we just have no idea what's going to happen from moment to moment. And this is, this is obviously we're getting a big taste of it now. And it's only going to get worse after January 20th. I mean, the press, and, and if you're going to think the press is going to save us somehow, think again. <laughs> because no way. Um, so, okay, well, let's, let's get into it here uh, on Russia. We've got a couple minutes before we have to break. Uh, by the way, we've got a new sponsor uh, starting today. It was Blue Apron. We're going to talk about Blue Apron in a few minutes. Um, but before we do that, let's get into this Russia business and then move back to uh, healthcare and all of that because all of this is important. I want to give this all equal time and whatever we don't get to, obviously, we'll talk about on the postmortem show or we'll bump over into the after party on Friday. So, so here we go. First thing out of the shoot with regard to uh, the Russia story, I want to get your take on whether or not BuzzFeed should have published that dossier. Hmm. Um, because I, frankly, I'm I'm ambivalent about it. On one hand, I I love the fact that it trolled the hell out of Donald Trump. On the other hand, um, I, I'm I'm wondering about its newsworthiness in terms of. Uh, it, it, it just throwing a document out without a whole lot of background and any sort of uh, secondary verification. And yeah. the other p- problem I have here is that it's now fueled Donald Trump's fake news talking point, which now he can 
tarnish everybody with fake news. I mean, just put it this way. During that press conference yesterday, what Donald Trump successfully was able to do was to conflate CNN and BuzzFeed and make it all one big thing. And if you're a guy wearing your, if you're like a a 68-year-old Trump voter sitting in a diner wearing your trucker's cap and you're talking about, talking with your buddies about what Donald Trump is doing, you don't make any distinction between CNN and Buzz. Well, you know, in order to be fair, we got to make sure that we're talking about two different news organizations. That's not that conversation is not happening. No, no, Donald no. See, Trump that knows it. Yeah, that doesn't that doesn't matter. That's you're getting way more nuanced than <laughs> I mean, there's nothing that matters. The, the people oh, yeah. who the people who love Trump are going to love him regardless. And they don't care. They don't make yeah. distinctions like that. Yeah. You know, it's just CNN is fake news. Right. Donald Trump says CNN's fake news, so CNN's fake news. CNN's fake news. And and be only, strictly because what he's doing is he's uh like I said, he's suggesting that that CNN is reporting the same thing that BuzzFeed is reporting, that they're all reporting right. the same thing and therefore yeah. they're all fake. Which sucks by the way because it, yeah. it for you know, it forced CNN to do something that I I really honestly disagreed with, which was kind of throw BuzzFeed under the bus. Yeah. Right. And say, "Look, we're not BuzzFeed. We're not, the, you know, it's like I get it, but right now at this time th- Honestly, decent press has to stick together. And I'm not saying BuzzFeed is across the board decent press, but anyone who is willing to be adversarial, fairly adversarial mm-hmm. to the Trump administration, then I think that I, I think that now more than ever, the last thing that they need to do is be divided. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and so I guess what I'm taking away here is that your view is that BuzzFeed should have uh, published that document. No. Um, and it, put it this way. Everything, nothing happens in a vacuum. Right. In a perfect world, if everyone had done their jobs throughout the, first of all, if everyone had done their jobs throughout the, um, uh, throughout the campaign, there's a pretty good chance that Donald Trump wouldn't even be president right now. Yeah. You know, if the, if the, uh, you know, if the New York Times hadn't given front page coverage to everything that, you know, every little brain fart that Comey had, um, <laughs> Then, you know, then honestly, we probably probably wouldn't be here. You know, it's any any one of a couple of different many different things changed. And Hillary Clinton is in the White House right now. That's right. Um, So, yeah, you know what? In a perfect world, I would have said that, no, the same way that I think that indiscriminately WikiLeaks indiscriminately dumping documents without context is not necessarily a really good idea. I don't think that what BuzzFeed does did was uh, necessary. It wasn't necessary. Yeah. Um, But. Nothing happens in a vacuum. Right, right. And I'm sorry. I do think, and I, I will I will say flat out, I do think that given given the, the gigantic pass that this guy got for so long, because there was another new another quote unquote news outlet, WikiLeaks, constantly working in his favor, dumping yeah. anything and everything against oh, yeah. his opponent. Yeah, I'm sorry. I think that he deserves a you know, turnabout is fair play on this one. Mm-hmm. I think that he deserves to have to suffer through the same thing that his opponent did. Yeah. And th- you know what? There's nothing wrong with there being a meme out there that Donald Trump likes to look at golden showers or right. even maybe think, even and, participate and like, in them. <laughs> the thing to keep in mind here is right. that is that already liberals are doing something that they do far too often, which is they're they're trying to be fair. Yeah. And they're saying, oh, well, you know what? I mean, look, it is unverified. It is this. It is that. If you look into the actual document, mm. there's more to it than you think. Oh, yeah, sure. First of all, the BBC is pretty much standing behind it. Yeah. Um, and they are really singing the praises of Christopher Steele, the MI6 agent who wrote oh, yeah, it up, who's, who's now in hiding, by the way. Yeah, who apparently is someone who he's very, very serious. He's not, you know, he's not somebody who flies off the cuff. And there are, by the way, other sources there. There's I believe there's a second source now yeah. that has said that, like, look, this tape exists. It, mm-hmm. it is out there. This it, it's a it's a video and an audio tape. There's actually even more than one. Yeah. 
You know, well, that, so and that's I'm the sorry. thing. That's why, that's why you have to take it seriously. I mean, because again, this kind of it is linked to the CNN story insofar as a couple of things. First of all, the the CNN story was all about the compromat, all about the uh, the blackmail material that Putin has on Donald Trump. That right. that I mean, there, it wasn't the CNN story wasn't specific about it, but it said you know they, they they've got compromising material on on Donald Trump, and this is a major fucking story. This is a big fucking deal to use Joe Biden's terms. This is a big deal. And what the the BuzzFeed article did is it added some background to it. So at least we know some of the human intelligence that has been gathered, which is interpersonal, like observational and talking to people and gathering information that way. Um, And that adds background to it. Plus, what we understand is that there was a two page addendum culled from the 35 page Golden Showers document. That was added to the the PDB that both Obama and Trump have seen, and which apparently, in another bombshell news story on Seth Meyers the other night, Kellyanne Conway tells Seth Meyers that Donald Trump never saw that two page addendum. Yeah, it's like what the fuck? Yeah, because he's not paying attention because he's a fucking feckless little. Shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, he's like what shiny object? What he's had to tweet about LL Bean or something and missed that part of the PDB. Right. That's it. Exactly. Now, now, the fact that he was again, it's certainly in CNN's defense. Oh, my mm. God. The <laughs> fact that this this uh, uh, report was given to Trump and was given to Obama. That's news. That is absolutely worth reporting, worth yeah. saying that. Like, look, you know what? Russians. The, the, he was handed a report that said that the Russians have compromised him. Yep. So, yeah, and I mean, and again, you know, it's kind of like what Justin wrote yesterday at Banter. One of the reasons why it's, and you know, when he took it to the extreme, which I I happen to agree with, one of the reasons why it's so easy to, to believe that Trump, you know, hired prostitutes to urinate in front of him is that he's just a piece of shit. He's yeah. a pig. Yeah. He's, you know, he's made that abundantly clear. But more than that, more than that, if you, uh, God, again, if this were a, if this were a Democrat, this person would be strung up by now. Oh, if sure. you look at everything, if you look at all of Trump's all of Trump's uh, interactions with Russia, all mm. of the things that he said, yeah. all of the things that he's done, the business, just everything about it. This guy is. It is it, – it's it's so – it defies logic yeah. to say to yourself, well, you know what? There's no – he's absolutely not compromised. Of course he's fucking compromised. He's completely compromised. You're talking about somebody – you're talking about somebody who just a little while ago, L.L. Bean did something nice for him and he's singing their praises. <laughs> right. I mean, I can't emphasize how big a deal this is as far as that that compromising goes, because not only and, and there's there are many, many dimensions to this, but but even set aside the blackmail dimension, knowing that that uh, with the existence of of possible videotapes of Donald Trump doing horrendous things that would uh, doom his presidency. In, in addition to that, um, Donald Trump politically has has it's just perpetually digging a gigantic hole of shit. and and he just he keeps digging and it gets worse and worse the more he denies it the more the the possibility is of of one of these videotapes leaking out i mean do you do you realize how how staggering all of the, i'm sure of course you do you realize how absolutely staggering all of this is we this man has not taken the oath of office yet i know and there's a new story that just that just got circulated that uh, comey is now facing an internal investigation oh, yeah. for his handling of clinton we so in other words we're going into this uh um we're going into this presidency with investigations already beginning yeah 
already beginning with the incoming president being accused. You know, it's like I said yesterday in the in the piece that I wrote about his insane news conference. Oh yeah, completely insane. Yeah, this he hasn't even taken the oath of office, and already golden showers is in the pop culture lexicon. That's right. Just imagine that for a minute. (laughs) By the way, he also did say on Twitter, and bear this in mind, that the intelligence community came after him, quote unquote, one last time. One last time. You know what that means? That means January 20th, the heads of the intelligence community, done. He's going to go through, and he is going to weed out all of the non-loyalists so that the only intelligence that he's going to hear and the only intelligence that we're going to get are intelligence that is favorable to Donald Trump's agenda and Donald Trump himself especially, and not necessarily in that order. It's horrifying. This is horrifying. And you know what? (laughs) The Trump people and the Rust Belt and all that crap, they don't care. They don't care. They, they just they they love the fact that Donald Trump is going to war against the press and all that. I mean, it's just it just it's just one endless tragedy. And I, I wish I could see the upside in it today. I'm just clearly not in one of those moods. Not in one of those moods. When I'm staring down the barrel of losing my health insurance, that's going to put me in a really foul mood. <laughs> so, what better time than to talk about eating? Because I love to eat, and here's the problem. I'm just not very good in the kitchen. I, I can make a few things that are passable. I'm pretty good at, you know, the guy things like pasta and eggs. <laughs> so I need help. I need Blue Apron. And Blue, a- Blue Apron is the best. It's the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country, making an incredible home cooking uh, uh, experience accessible to everyone. For less than $10 per person per meal, Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with pre-portioned ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals. Choose from a variety of new recipes each week or let Blue Apron's culinary team surprise you. Recipes are not repeated within a year, so you'll never, ever, ever get bored with your food choices. Customize your recipes each week based on your preferences. Blue Apron has several delivery options, so you can choose what fits your needs. And there's no weekly commitment, so you only get deliveries when you want them. Each meal comes with a step-by-step, easy-to-follow recipe card and pre-portioned ingredients that can be prepared in 40 minutes or less. 40 minutes! Blue Apron's freshness guarantee promises that every ingredient in in your delivery arrives ready to cook or they'll make it right. Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals for free. Get this. Check three meals for free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash chez. C-H-E-Z. That's blueapron.com slash really? chat. Yeah, I get that's the okay. <laughs> that's the promo. Uh blueapron.com Ch- to participate in, in, in Blue, <laughs> Blue Apron. Apron. You will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home cooked meals with Blue Apron, so don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash Chez. <laughs> Blue <Weird>. Apron. <laughs> A better way to cook. The Bob and Chez Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. All right, welcome back to our uh, Thursday show. It's Thursday, right? Wrong. It's uh, another Thursday in the uh, Donald Trump tennis ball machine. There it goes. Whoa. Oh, did he tweet again? Oh. Oh. Uh, 
And I mean, yesterday was, and yesterday was, you know, we went from the the night before with President Obama's just wonderfully articulate and classy and oh, powerful speech, and it was it was such a wonderful little uh, dichotomy to go right from that into the next day that just that insanity that was his news conference with screaming yep. and yelling and uh you know members of his staff who we paid to be there and applaud you know join him in applauding against the press and you know when he told Jim Acosta and CNN that they're fake news and, yep. and, and you know he threatened consequences against BuzzFeed i mean this is what it's going to be like yep. this is what we're headed for and i think that you know it, 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 even even knowing it was coming, I kind of managed to put a lot of it out of my mind until that. Like yep. watching that, I'm like, that's what's coming. Oh, that's yeah. what it's going to be like. Yep. It is just going to be a daily gangbang of madness. Yeah. And that's just madness it. and chaos. And every story that comes out that Donald Trump doesn't like is going to be labeled as fake news. And all of his people are going to believe it. That's going to become the talking point. Oh, yeah, I guess it is fake news. President said it's fake news, so it must be fake news. That's the thing. I mean, he's got a throng of, you know, upwards of 62 million voters and loyalists who will buy into everything he says. And then he's got AM talk radio, or at least part of it, and Fox News Channel flacking for him at every turn. So and then obviously you have people who are also on CNN and MSNBC defending Donald Trump. That, that happens, too. I mean, Kellyanne Conway was just on Rachel Maddow the other night. So this is all going to seep into the bloodstream of the discourse and um, what was already a complete fucking mess, which is the news media, uh, is going to get far, far worse because you're basically going to have a group of people um, of which will be a part that will like look at the New York Times and go, well, that looks like an accurate story. Oh, and that Washington Post story. Oh, that's pretty accurate. Oh, front page, even the Wall Street Journal. Oh, that looks like an accurate story, too. CNN, pretty accurate looking there, too. And we're all going to be, you know, playing along with what the facts are. And then there's going to be this uh, this bag full of goblins over here, the Donald Trump people. They're going to be like, oh, well, no, no, it's Breitbart and uh, InfoWars. That's the real yeah, news. That's, that's the that's the other thing. And I forgot to I neglected to mention that in the piece that I wrote yesterday is that he 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 called CNN fake news and refused to acknowledge their question and then immediately called on Breitbart. Called on Breitbart, of course. It's just tragic. tragic. Here's that exchange. This is the exchange between Donald Trump and Jim Acosta from CNN uh, during yesterday's press conference. Absolutely staggering. Any information that turned out to be so false and fake, out. I think it's a disgrace. And I say that, and I say that. And that's something that Nazi Germany would have done and did do. Okay, there you go. First of all, trampling all over Godwin's law. So he loses. I mean, he's brought up Nazi Germany. Done. You lose. You lose the debate. If Godwin's law means anything, he's, he's lost the debate. But of course, he hasn't really. He can do whatever the hell he wants because he's creating his own reality. And that's the only reality that matters. Um, the other thing is, if you were to take out every sentence or word that Donald Trump repeated during that press conference, it'd be like 90 seconds long. Right. Because that's all he does. He just says something, and then he goes back to it, circles back to it. Didn't we come up? There was some sort of haiku uh, metaphor that we came up with for how Donald Trump is constantly just repeating himself because he's got nothing else to say. Yeah, he has no substance to, with which sure, to. Because he's, he, you know, he's the, uh, you know, he's the the student, the student that didn't do the book report, or that didn't <laughs> that didn't read the book he's doing a report on. That's exactly right. 
And then, uh, and then Jim Acosta, who really deserves an award for this, uh, deciding that he's not going to take no for an answer, and he's going to challenge Donald Trump, and he's going to make sure that Donald Trump knows that um, that CNN is not going to take this sitting down. And so he right. started asking Donald Trump a question and, and was forcefully doing it. And Donald Trump acted like Donald Trump. I think it's a disgrace that information that was false and fake and never happened got released to the public. As far as BuzzFeed, which is a failing pile of garbage. <laughs> Everything's a failing pile of garbage. Yep, everything is failing. Yeah. It's all failing. I assure you, BuzzFeed will still be here long after Donald Trump has shuffled away. Yep. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but here he is. He's talking, basically focusing on the BuzzFeed aspect of the story and completely ignoring the verified, well-reported CNN story, which shows that Vladimir Putin has compromising material to, with which he can blackmail Donald Trump. That is a big deal. That is a super big deal. This is right on the border of treason. This is right on the precipice of being treasonous. Let's continue on here. Writing it, I think they're going to suffer the consequences. They already are. And as far as CNN going out of their way to build it up. And by the way, we just found out I was coming down. Michael Cohn. I was being, Michael Cohn is a very talented lawyer. He's a good lawyer in my firm. <laughs> says who? Says who? Says who? <laughs> says who? That's the says who guy. That's the guy. Who's just reported that it wasn't this Michael Cohn they were talking about. So all night long, it's Michael Cohn. I said, I want to see your passport. He brings his passport to my office. I say, hey, wait a minute. He didn't leave the country. He was. I, I, you know what? I, I, I kind of think that this is not true. Um, and I'll tell you why. And I, I'm not sure exactly if they have uh, walked this back with the Michael Cohen part of it. And Michael Cohen meeting with uh, military intelligence <laughs> agents uh, from Russia in Prague. Um, but the fact is that Michael Cohen tweeted out his passport. But he just tweeted out the cover of his right, passport. Yeah, of course. Not any like the stamp pages inside showing no stamp from Prague. Just the cover. That seems fishy to me. But oh well. It's an out of the country. They had Michael Cohn of the Trump Organization was in Prague. It turned out to be a different Michael Cohn. It's a disgrace what took place. It's a disgrace. And I think they ought to apologize to start with. Michael Cohn. Since you're attacking... I mean, again, this is the guy who said that the climate crisis is a Chinese hoax, that Barack Obama was probably born in Kenya. <laughs> Jesus God. The guy who talks about how uh, Breitbart is real news. The guy who appears on Alex Jones's show. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's lecturing us on what's fake news and what's real. Can you give us a question? Go since ahead. you're... No, Mr. President-elect, go ahead. Mr. President-elect, since you are attacking no, our news not organization, you. Not can you. you give us a chance? Your organization You are attacking our news organization. Can you give us a chance to ask a question, sir? Go ahead. Sir, can you state... Mr. President-elect, go ahead. Can you state categorically... question. Mr. President-elect, can you give us a question? Don't be rude. You're attacking us. Can you give us a question? Don't be rude. Can you give us a question? I'm not going to give you a question. Can you state categorically... You are fake news. Sir, can you state categorically that nobody... There's a pause. There's a pause. Ringers in there. Yeah, he's got ringers. Holy crap. This is insanity. Insecure, desperate Donald Trump had to bring his staff in 
to offer moral support. It's like, when was the last time did you, did Obama ever do a press conference in which he was flanked by his by by the, his entire team, including his family? Of course not. Standing there on stage on the stage like a fucking set of like a bunch of mannequins, like a bunch of cardboard standees next to those empty folders. Empty folders. Oh God. Oh God. What a weak little petty man. I mean, I can't even believe that we're in a place now where the president elect, soon to be president of the United States, one week from tomorrow, um is is accusing CNN of being fake news and and not allowing just his his behavior is deplorable. Yeah, I think it is. I mean, it's undeniable. But we've just we've we've devolved into a place here in the United States where this is now acceptable to at least, uh, you know, 45 percent of American voters. This is completely acceptable. I mean, I thought we were supposed to be exceptional. <laughs> what happened? What happened to American exceptional? I mean, uh, Barack Obama talked about it the other night during his farewell address. I think appropriately so, because, you know, exceptional America has just elected a very non-exceptional person a petty vindictive erratic undisciplined spastic little twerp yeah exactly with his ridiculous orange makeup and his yellow hair and his ill-fitting suits you know and his and his lies and his breitbart and his infowars nonsense jesus god just unbelievable here's more of this applause Go ahead. Yeah, so I mean, they just, the, the, the whole staff came in. This is like basically what you heard there uh, was uh, like Mike Pence and Eric Trump applauding. This is just amazing. It's just like, <laughs> it really is amazing. Uh, it's amazing to watch. And uh, it, it would be something, you know, it's weird. It would be something that would be more exciting and interesting if I didn't have this anvil hanging over my head which is this repeal of obamacare i, I mean this this thing they're, they're taking away our our health insurance i don't know if that really sinks in to especially those of you who don't have uh, health insurance through obamacare who will be safely with health care through your through your job those of us with small businesses uh, who those of us who are uh, freelancers independent contractors uh and so forth we rely on this law in order to get our health care. And what's going to happen is they're going to pass this repeal thing. And then the bunch of health insurers are going to just drop out of the individual markets and be like, fuck you. We don't want anything to do with this anymore. This is too ridiculous. What? Every every four to eight years, we're going to entirely change the, the United States health care system? Yep. <laughs> and what, what's going to happen? Another de- Democrat's going to win uh, the presidency somewhere down the line and they're going to switch it back? Or where are they going to pass? Something else? I don't know. Where do we go from here? I was watching Lawrence O'Donnell last night, and uh, on on the bright side, the gaggle of of people on that show, including Lawrence O'Donnell, uh, are strikingly optimistic about the Republicans' inability to actually repeal and replace. Um, I'm I'm not nearly obviously that optimistic. I'm uh, I'm feeling quite, <laughs> obviously quite pessimistic oh, not, in terms of. I'm not of, optimistic about anything. I mean, watch yeah. that lunacy. I'm I'm optimistic about nothing. Yeah, 
Um, we're gonna blow. We're just gonna skip uh, our bottom of the hour breaks. I just want to uh, add here that uh, please support the show at Patreon.com/slash Bob and Chez, and also through the Amazon link at BobSeska.com. If you want to go shopping, we get a small commission from everything you buy there. So thank you. Um, okay, so uh, they've got this compromising material on Donald Trump. Uh, meanwhile, the FISA court apparently denied denied a warrant from the FBI warrant request from the FBI to wiretap Trump and his staff <sighs> based on these kinds of allegations, based on the intelligence that was gathered in terms of uh, the connection between Trump and Russia. Right. And, uh, you know, I'd like to think that if something does come out, they do link Trump to Russia and there was communication. And I do believe it was probably Manafort or Roger Stone. Right. By the way, which remember, Roger Stone came out in August and said that there's something happening. There's something going to happen with John Podesta. So watch out. That was two months before the Podesta story uh, broke through WikiLeaks. So Roger Stone knew. And Roger Stone, obviously, as, as we all know, is a uh, confidant of Donald Trump. Yeah. He's and, a, and a giant piece of shit. Giant piece. Of also been ensconced in Donald Trump's inner circle for for many many years now. Uh, Roger Stone is also deeply involved in Infowars and the Alex Jones universe, and he knew about all this crap months before. David Corn had this uh, this dossier uh, back in October. Didn't report on it. Uh, we were talking about the Russia story back in June when it first broke, June of 2016. And uh, and only now we're getting around to this is the, this, another uh, blight that we have to deal with in the United States is too little too late. All this stuff happens and, and we only find out about it after it's too late. We only find out about the real repercussions of Russia's involvement in the uh, hacking of the election and Donald Trump's connection to that mm-hmm. after the, after he's been elected. You know, before that, it was just all Hillary's emails, DNC, John Podesta, blah, blah, blah. And then we would have the uh, Donald Trump scandal of the day. But of course, it would always be reported combined with whatever uh, information leaked out from WikiLeaks about the Podesta emails. So, you know, for balance, because these things are obviously equally important, aren't they? Right. <laughs> Hillary's emails and, you know, Russia having entire complete control over uh, possibly the executive branch of the United States government. Right. This is the same as the emails. Jesus, God. OK, so we're going to take a uh, one last break and come back and, and talk more about a uh, little bit about BuzzFeed. What happens from here? Um, already, the lawyers are gathering against another publication. We'll talk about that, too. Uh, and a little bit more on Obamacare and maybe Ben Carson right after these words. You can't always get a clean you can feel good about inside and out unless you're using Bubble Genius Bath and Body Products. See, Bubble Genius is a woman-owned small business proudly creating our vegan-friendly products in America and supporting other U.S. businesses by buying our ingredients and supplies from them as often as possible. Plus, you'll be hard-pressed to find packaging as recyclable as ours. Visit BubbleGenius.com and check out our cause-related items, too, like our global warming soap and a lot more. We donate our proceeds for those items to worthy causes, like organizations combating climate change and mountaintop removal mining. Good stuff like that. We also send our products to the troops overseas through our Buy a Soldier a Shower campaign. Because the least we can do is keep them smiling and smelling great, right? 
So visit BubbleGenius.com and feel good and clean. Bubble Genius, doing our part to make the world a better place, one bathtub at a time. That's BubbleGenius.com. Chez Show with Bob Seska and Chez Pazienza, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Welcome back to the show today. You know, I wish we could be more optimistic for you, but you know, what are you going to do? Um, yeah, no, there's there's no reason to be optimistic. There just isn't. Here, uh, Sorry, I'd, I'd like to be, and, and this is going to be one of the sort of uh, hallmarks of, of the next, I don't know how long. I'm not, you know, it's funny, I was reading that, that that really great piece that I wish I could remember his name. The guest contributor wrote the, you know, open letter to Redneck America oh, yeah. over at uh, Banter. It was terrific, really good. Yep. You know, and really, cle- and it was it was angry, but it was really clever. And I'm, I'm, I can't be clever right now. Like, I'm, I, I just, I don't know how to do it. I'm just seething. Yeah, right. Right, again, because it is, it is so personal. And there is such potential for chaos here. Um, we're in uncharted territory now. I mean, just looking at the uh, the tweets here from Donald Trump, just as a matter of uh, of recapping how uh, the the Trump team responded to this Russia story. Uh, first thing out of the shoot yesterday morning seems like a year ago, but it was just yesterday morning, January eleventh. Trump tweets the first words that he types into Twitter Wednesday morning after the story breaks. He the first words. Russia just said. Yeah, exactly. Russia, Russia just, just said. He's quoting Russia. Right. And we're supposed to believe. This guy should not be allowed to take the oath of office. It's just that simple. Yeah. He really shouldn't. I mean, Russia's denial became Trump's denial, and we're supposed to believe that Donald Trump isn't isn't a puppet of Vladimir Putin because of all of this compromising material? No puppet. No puppet. If not more. You know, I mean, here's what he said here. Russia just said the unverified report paid for by political opponents is, quote, a complete and total fabrication, utter nonsense, in all caps. Very unfair. Oh, it's very unfair, is it, Donald? Oh, so sad for, you know, the president-elect, the most powerful human being, at least politically, in the entire world. Ah, so unfair. Everybody shed a small tear for the president-elect of the United States. <sighs> then he went on to tweet, Russia has never tried to use leverage over me. Oh, well, in that case, what he continued on crap. by saying in all caps, I have nothing to do with Russia. No deals, no loans, no nothing. In all caps, that's the big denial. No deals, no loans, no nothing. And of course, when the news comes out that he does have loans, that he does have deals, that he does have lots of things, some of which are on videotape, then he just goes, well, that's fake news. With his little stumpy fingers, he's going to point at Jim Jim Acosta and say, that's fake news. He also wrote here, I win an election easily. A great movement is verified (laughs) and crooked opponents try to belittle our victory with fake news. In all caps, a sorry state. Again, so, so sad. <laughs> so.
so sad for President Elect Trump. No puppets. No puppets. You're the puppet. Yeah. Mm. What an asshole. You're the puppet. How did we get? How did we get here? How are we this stupid? Yeah. Stupid, stupid, stupid people. Just completely doomed American democracy. He also went on to say intelligence agencies should never have allowed this fake news to quote unquote leak into the public. One last shot at me. See, there was one last shot at me. Like it's going to stop. If he thinks these leaks are going to stop after he's president, he is sadly mistaken. And then then he went all over Godwin's law. Are we living in Nazi Germany? Well, you're the goddamn president. Like you're about to take the oath of office. You tell us. I mean, you're the guy who can make it so. Yep. Uh, then let's see. Oh, this is uh, this is today. This is, uh, well, 15 hours ago. We had a great news conference at Trump Tower today. I guess this was yesterday. A couple of fake news organizations were there, but the people truly get what's going on. Holy crap. CNN's fake news organization. I guess he's referencing CNN and, and BuzzFeed. As fake news organizations. Yeah, they're just like news low, aren't they? Like U.S. uncut. <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. James and Cl- again, again, what this says to you is the same thing that he said to Marty Baron. You know, what that does is that frees you up. It frees you up to not have to worry about it. This asshole is never going to give you a break. He's not going to give you access. He's not going to give you anything. So you know what you do? Yeah. You pound him right and you have to you never let up on him it has to be a relentless right and i've been tweeting no quarter hashtag no quarter because you can't i mean you can't give this guy a fucking inch nor his sycophants and disciples they have to know what what the ramifications of their decisions are and and those ramifications are going to be catastrophic I was watching the news again last night. And again, I feel like I'm, I mean, I know this is personal for me and I know healthcare is a, is a big deal for me, but the problem is that hmm, I, I think I'm also relatively sober in terms of my analysis here that, uh, and having an understanding as I believe I do, um, I, I believe I'm an expert when it comes to the American presidency. I mean, I actually studied it academically um, and I've been writing about it for 30 years. So I think I know something. I think I've observed enough and gathered enough information for how this is all supposed to go. And as I'm watching the news last night, and I'm watching the clips of Donald Trump talking about how all of these other countries are going to respect us as soon as he becomes president. Which is, of course, um, is exactly the opposite. Yeah, but but knowing what we know about Donald Trump, how is that respect going to be gathered I mean, I, and, and, and that's where, and again, I'm going really dark here, but that's where I think at some point and some point soon that this guy is going to pop off a nuclear missile. And I'm not saying necessarily that he's going to fire it at, uh, at North Korea or at some other enemy. China. He may just, you know, violate all of the test ban treaties and just pop one off somewhere in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Right. Have, have videos spread all around. So we're, we mean business again because we, we're going to use our nuclear arsenal now. Yep. All, all bets are off. Yep. I honestly believe that that is a strong possibility. I would put that possibility at about 75%. I hope I'm, and again, like I've been saying all along, I hope I'm tragically wrong. And I will gladly confess 
whether it's uh, six months from now or four years from now, I will gladly cop to being wrong if I'm wrong about this guy. You know, Tom Brokaw, uh, who's really bad off, uh, not not looking particularly healthy these days, yeah. uh, was on MSNBC the other night. And he kind of said, well, look, the guy's, you know, Quinnipiac has got Donald Trump 37% approval rating. Um, that could very much improve. And certainly we talked about that on Tuesday. If there's a 9-11 style attack, Donald Trump's approval rating will go up into the 70s, 80s, 90s, yeah. which is horrible to think of that. But it, the fact of the matter is, it could go up. Yeah, I mean, stranger things have thing, happened. Here's the thing: Trump is Trump is such a piece of shit that all of those things that I discounted, like false flag terrorism and all that, yeah. I'm, I, of course, I would need a ton of proof to prove it. But I could see Trump doing something, not something, you know, not some giant terrorist yeah. attack or something. But I could see him engineering something to make sure that people flock to him. Yeah, exactly. If he can do it, if he has the ability to. Well, all he'll need to do is wait and just exploit something that happens naturally or happens uh, coincidentally. Right, exactly. I mean, he doesn't even need to orchestrate anything. I mean, because I, I strongly believe that someone's going to test him. It may be ISIS. It may be uh, Kim Jong-un. China. Who knows? Could be, uh, could be Vladimir right. Putin. Well, that's, that's the thing that we talked about. Every single... Every uh, terrorist organization, every bad actor, every failed state on which we are now, we are now a failed state. Mm. Um, every one of those <laughs> countries, every one of those entities on this earth are going to try to provoke Trump because it's so easy and because he is he is known for overreacting. Yeah. And when he overreacts, the worst thing humanly possible will happen. Right. And this is something where I think everyone understands and everyone recognizes. And I'm not talking about Fox News people. I'm not talking about the internal Trump loyalists. I'm talking about international leadership. Uh, they recognize how much of a rank amateur this guy is. And I'm not talking about in terms of like, I mean, I know they, they accused Barack Obama of being a sort of a rookie uh, when it came to uh, uh, international diplomacy and things like that. Well, bullshit. I mean, a whole new standard has set has been set for being a rank amateur in the White House. And this guy doesn't know about anything about anything he's talking about his main thing his main thing is repealing obamacare right now and he had no details no specifics other than it's going to have pointing out with his little stubby fingers it's going to have bullet points going to have things in it things that are going to be tremendous he thinks that in a, in a couple of days he was saying that the, the replacement's going to happen within an hour maybe Right. That they're going to have a health care plan, a fully comprehensive replacement health care plan that's going to be less expensive and better than the Affordable Care Act. Something that required a, an entire year to initially pass uh, in 2009 and 2010 with the assistance of big pharma, big health insurance, etc., and and they could barely get it done. And he thinks this is going to happen in the same hour. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm really confident in that. That's never, ever, ever, ever going to happen. Yeah, they're going to they're going to repeal this, and then we're going to be how fucked. This is possible. I don't know. I mean, I understand that we're worried about the uh, uh, the um, solvency sort of of our um, of our political system and of how we operate and of our democracy. Yeah, but I, I don't know how. He can be allowed to be put into power when there are this many questions about 
about Russia's involvement in the election, Russia's involvement with him, mm -hmm. whether he is actually, you know, he's compromised and therefore a tool of uh, Putin. Yeah. I mean, this is this is all the kind of thing that like uh, they're just there. This is why there there has to be somebody willing to just step in and go, no, we, we won't allow this in into to use the parlance that Donald Trump enjoys so much. We have to put a stop to this until we can figure out what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, Mad Dog Mattis. Uh, General Mattis today testified that uh, that the Trump administration will, in fact, support NATO. Um, maybe. <laughs> I, I mean, again, I, I mean, if that's, I love how that's a big deal, like, yeah, know, the, the thing that you know, fucking given. <laughs> right. Yeah, sure. Uh, Donald Trump's going to support NATO until Vladimir Putin waves a uh, a dusty VHS cassette with the uh, golden showers on it in front of his uh, orange face. Said, yet, 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 Mr. Trump, <laughs> you you better not support NATO or else I'm going to drop this videotape in the bloodstream. I'm going to drop this on YouTube. And then uh, and then we'll see. We'll see how uh, heartily Donald Trump supports NATO. <sighs> I don't think Mad Dog Mattis is going to be able to stop Donald Trump from saying, uh, you know what, we should just let uh, Vladimir Putin annex Eastern Europe. Right. Do, do whatever you want in Ukraine and Georgia and. <laughs> because because Vladimir Putin's got crap on Donald Trump because Donald this, Trump is a stupid idiot from uh, Tina Dupuy yeah. oh my god what if the peace story isn't true and we're all defiling the good name of a grabbing neo-nazi Putin puppet con man <laughs> I love it that's great of course that's the uh, that's that's the case and it, it all fits in perfectly with it. I mean when you saw that when you saw that in that dossier did you go Oh, that can't possibly be true. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm I going. Like, yeah, that sounds about right. I can totally see that. Because, you know, Donald Trump comes from a world um, that is part shock jock, part New York mafia goomba. It's it's that attitude. People don't understand. There's that there's and I, and I know you know what I'm talking about, Chaz, that New York thing. Um, that right. that tough guy Goomba thing that happens in New York sometimes, right. where yeah, which is funny because he's so not. He's a yeah. he's a puffed up little prep school. C That's right, but that doesn't keep him from behaving as if he's uh, you know, like he's right. he's a mafia guy. Like I I bet you more than once Donald Trump has said, "Forget about it." Like I mean, it's just yeah, like it's people right. guys who watch like Goodfellas too often, and then they can't shut the f up around the water cooler about. Uh, you know, how you need to keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. They just, like, quote all that shit, and they just get really into it. And it's and it's part of the zeitgeist, I think, in the uh, in the Northeast. I think there are a lot of white guys who just really desperately would love to be in the mafia, or at least adapt some of the mafia kind of speak. And Donald Trump's attitude is to just plow forward with his own version of reality, and if you get in his way, you're going to get whacked out. Maybe not physically, but certainly he's going to uh, boot you out of the loop. You're no longer going to have access. You're going to be fake news. Or worse. I mean, look at what uh, look at what Donald Trump's hero does in, uh, in Russia. You oppose Vladimir Putin, you end up dead or badly disfigured. Right, yeah. Or in prison forever. Look at what happens in, uh, in Turkey right now. Another autocrat, Turkey. Who knows what Donald Trump's going to do? We don't know, and that's the problem. That's the big problem in all of this. It's big old mystery meat.
Whatever's going to happen after January 20th is a big f***ing mystery, but it's never going to be good. All right, I, I'm going to spend the rest of uh, the day today bleeping today's show. Meanwhile, enjoy the uh, post-mortem show that's coming up next at patreon.com slash Bob and Just Subscribe. Why don't you and support the show? Thanks so much, folks. Uh, we'll see you on the uh, post-mortem show and then the after party tomorrow. Take care. Bye-bye. <laughs>